Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Fucking Super Bowl long week time, is upon us, man. Long time um, no talk, audience. There's a there's a pretty big game this weekend. We're a few days away. A certain underdog story against a front-loaded roster. Two number one picks. Are you excited, Luke? Tell me about LA. What's it like to be living? Like, we know that you had a great time living in Tampa Bay last year, uh, heading up into that Super Bowl. But what's it like living in LA this year? <coughs> that's how that's how it feels. Um, no, dude, it's uh, it's it's really really cool. Like you've got Lamar Jackson at the Funko store signing Lamar Jackson Funkos. You've got um, you've got all these celebrities at the at the that are going to be at the game. You've got uh, NFL Live like coming like from Disneyland and California Adventure and shit. You've got, like, when I turn on ESPN and fucking Shefty's in front of Space Mountain, are you fucking kidding me? And this is, like, this is the first uh, Super Bowl in the L.A. area since 1992. Um, the year I was born. That's your so birth this, year. Yeah, I was going to say, so, like, this is Fuck. this is the f- f- first in a lifetime experience. Um, and it, you can tell that L.A. is... Very, very happy to have the Rams back. Um, very happy. It's cool to see, you know, Goodell took some, some questions with us. So I was going to bring that up um, the other day. And it feels like people were kind of giving him the benefit of going every other. It was like softball, There was a softball and then a really a good one. Hard-hitting, softball, hard-hitting. And I think, I think he did okay. He's very um, political. You have to remember that. He's very good at I think he did that. okay. And, he, and so, like, when we started – and I, I'll probably post last week's episode. Um, I was going to post it. I meant to – You thought should, I had just because we – There's a we lot talked we talked about, about, about that's recover important. It. Um, yeah. But it's like uh, – Luke had a, I, Luke had a uh, vacation that was a big deal, and there was a well, lot going on. So it just slipped through was, the cracks. Well, it was just a matter of I thought I had it on my laptop. Uh, I thought I had the files, and so I was just gonna cut it on the when I was like gone. But um, I didn't. It was sitting on my desktop, which sounds like the most '90s thing that could have ever happened. But um, I think he did okay. Goodell did okay addressing. Luke uh, was Grogu flying there in his astromech droid. Who brought him? Luke was just Dude, sitting really in the cockpit, was. but the astromech droid didn't have the maps. I built a droid. I built a BB. Uh, Sorry, I. Continue. I named it. I named it after Bug. I named it BBUG. <gasps> yeah. Um, oh yeah. my! How did you that. not tell me that? I just thought of it. Um, I'm telling D that later. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a clever guy. So I, th- I think he did okay. I think he handled like what people were asking. So like when 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 he, when Brian Flores' stuff broke, and then Hugh Jackson the day after, and all this other stuff. Um, I feel like the NFL came out and very swiftly was, swiftly was like that's unfounded, and now I feel like it's very specified that like, look, we're not sure about the legal stuff, so that's that part's unfounded. But the the racial aspect of it is something we can we can grow on. And yeah, he's saying the right thing because he has to, but at the same time, he doesn't have to. Like he could be. There are people in this country that would totally support him being like like just waving that off, and he's not. And I think that's uh, at least the proper step, if not – even if it's not a big step. 
Um, I, yeah. I agree. I just I, feel I, like... I appreciated a reporter re- like reading off like teams that have never had a black head coach to him. That's what I was going to mention. They, he, like, they came with like lists and such, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you even answer that? As Roger Goodell, because well, and he's like, so you've been, so you've been the commissioner for this long, right? And this is what it's been like in this span, right? So would you say that's that's your fault? And he's like, yeah, kind of. Like he's like, yeah, I think that is kind of my fault. Like, and so I appreciated that answer, to be honest with you. He's like, even if I didn't I realize mean, it, how much responsibility falls on Goodell, and how much falls on the ownership of these teams, especially when the reporter mentioned many teams that have never hired a black head coach or GM ever in their entire history. It's, you know it's, I mean? it's pretty, you know, I never thought twice. And they did, he did hint that a vote, uh, a vote could happen to vote out a owner. Yeah. And I, and I never thought twice about, um, about the Vikings, you know, the coach of my childhood was Denny green. Uh, the, uh, the, I banged the drum for the Vikings to hire Leslie Frazier. And we did. Uh, and I never thought I never thought about the fact that, oh, the other teams, just like we've had two black coaches in my lifetime. So like some teams to not have one in their history is just like, it's jaw dropping. Uh, But just because like my perspective always just comes from the Vikings because that's what I know. You know what I'm saying? So I I never, I never looked around and realized that that was like truly the case. And no, it doesn't surprise me, but it also is like, I mean, shit, man, a little shocking. Um, yeah, but it, it's, it's something that I think also like black coaches got hired after the Flores stuff broke, like within a week span, <clears throat> a couple, he black actually coaches. had a comment on that too. Like oh, through his lawyer. It, to, to paraphrase, it was essentially that we are happy that Lovey Smith got hired. Um, and we're happy that a black coach got hired, but also, um, it's clear that, I wasn't hired because of speaking out and he was chosen instead. I want to touch on a couple other things uh, before we do just like a, a healthy, like healthy Super Bowl coverage. Um, yeah. I want to talk about the uh, Pro Bowl a little bit. Um, oh, please do. You uh, like you uh, you tuned me in to the broadcast because yeah, I wasn't aware it was going, watching. and yeah. I flipped it to it at the most electric moment, and then I had to rewatch a little bit of the other parts. But these it was guys, it was very boys, very incredible. These boys looked like they were enjoying Vegas to me. They were lit lit. They had a little bit of that rise dispensary action over on Cheyenne. They seemed like they were having a good time, and I don't blame them. I'm and uh, it was nice to, it was just nice to see players I love just really get to have a good time. And it seems like they were catering to the players to really have a good time. Um, Look, if you're, if you're concerned about the rampant legalization of marijuana, just know that some quarterbacks can go out there stone cold sober and miss everything and blame it on the wind. And some quarterbacks can go out there allegedly ripped off their ass pinpoint accurate in an electric display of passing. Russ, so Russ didn't even keep realize that, how keep that in he mind. was. That's why he was like, no, I'm good. But JJ knew how baked he was. That's why he left the sunglasses on all night. The whole time. The whole night. He's not silly. He's like, I'm not I'm not going to get get caught slipping. Russ doesn't And care. Trayvon Diggs, I think, just has the most stoner laugh of all time. Did you hear him laughing when they were doing the uh, the challenge where there was two boards on both sides and one oh, defensive yeah. back? He like, ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> like JJ, every five seconds, Trayvon. JJ uh, iced the fucking game on a dodgeball. Like, oh my god, that was so cool. He caught it on his left or his right hip after he'd missed. He jumped back and caught it. He's the he's the shit, man. Uh, he looked. I've like, always been. I've been high on him, and you know that. Like I I've never the, not been high on him. I love the rapport he had with Russ. That felt cool at the beginning. They seemed like buddies, which I really enjoyed. But you know. Him, he seems just fine with Kirk. He likes Kirk. Like, unless it's just public bullshit and he's a really smart guy. Like, he and Kirk seem totally fine. Like, and he's even recently made really nice comments about Kirk and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's but there's a different kind of connection with him and Russ. And they don't even play together. Like, no, and they're just like such it. It felt nice. pals. They they felt were, nice. And I mean... As corny as I claim Russ Wilson to be, he's got a great rapport with all of all of the players that he's tight with, like all the he time. Seems, and he's a good he leader. Fine. He's a yeah. corny leader, but a really good leader. I, I have a feeling I'm getting so sick of like these these fucking where's Russ gonna go? Where's Rogers gonna go? Yada yada. And I, I have a what do you mean you're getting gonna... sick of it, Luke? That's the entirety of our, our off season coverage. You I know, know that, but right? for Russ, it's like it's gonna just bum me out because like Rogers, he's not going to the Vikings, but Russ. The Vikings is logical. And then to see him be friends with Jefferson, or not friends, I don't know if they're boys, but they seemed like boys at the Pro Bowl. They seemed like they were having a good time. Um, I was actually thinking about that, and I was, I'm like trying to wrangle it in my head and be like, how could that work? And I know all the teams are going to have a nice, sizable increase in their cap space based off the TV revenue and the cap jumping up. But the only way you guys can get Russell Wilson with that kind of cap hit is if you traded Kirk for him. Yeah, and I don't know it, if they'd do that. It's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. Unless you did a three-way, a little threesome trade. It's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. Kirk had a, but that only happens in basketball. That, has that ever really happened in the NFL? Not like a true three-team trade? Not that it I'm aware. Should of. that should become more normalized? I feel like. Um, a couple things I want to hit on from the Pro Bowl. The most notable is that the more I see of Micah Parsons, the more I'm convinced that he is a generational athlete. Um, he won defensive rookie of the year. He actually had more defensive player of the year votes than Aaron Donald. Did you know that? No. It was TJ Watt by a landslide. And then I think it was five for Micah and three for Donald. And so Micah wins fastest man in the NFL with quotation fingers because Tyreek slipped and then jogged. And Mike is interviewing, and is it Pam Oliver? I can't remember who's interviewing him. She's trying to get good responses, and she's just not happy with the responses that well, these he was interviewees so out of are breath. giving. He's like, so he was out like, of I'm not the fastest. He's like, Tyree kills the fastest person. I just had to beat Nick Chubb, and she's like, what? What's with you and Nick Chubb? He's like, he knows. Uh, <laughs> she's just like not laughing. She's not having it. But Micah, yes, um, Micah was not on, only. Uh, he was on first take yesterday and he was just a ball. He's just so fun. Not he's a only Cowboys, so Stephen A hates the Cowboys. They, it was fun, dude. He does. Fun. Not only was he incredibly fast while shirtless and gigantic, but he was throwing the dodgeballs harder than any other player, harder than any of those quarterbacks. I don't know if you caught that. Like they kept mentioning how he was throwing early hard, but like, if you just watched him throw, he had so much strength on those. And he's just a fucking freak, dude. I, I feel very vindicated for what I said about him 
um, in the draft process about his uncanny pass rushing ability because I didn't hear many other people talking about that. And then he was like the best pass rusher in the NFL when he wanted to be last year. But I'm very excited for him. I really wish he wouldn't have been a dipshit on the college game day set and call for JT Barrett to be benched for Dwayne Haskins because he very well should have been at Ohio State. I still can't believe that that dude did that. But he did I say kid. something? Oh, no. I just have my okay. notebook. Um, okay. I'm always taking notes, Aiden. You never uh, know. That's true. No, I, I think he's great, and I, I I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, the NFL honors that happened last night. Um, that's another ask reason away. I wanted to wait until today as opposed to doing our Thursday morning, um, although I did not say that. Sometimes I just keep things to me. Uh, Rodgers won MVP again. Back-to-back MVPs. Ugh. Yeah, I saw that. It is what it is. He had the credentials to win it this year. I despise him after what he's done this past year. I think there's a couple other players that had a very good argument to be the MVP. Um, I think the the most valuable player in the NFL this year is Joe Burrow. And I don't even know if you can like deny that if you look at it at the face value of most valuable to their team. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. You've got TJ Watt, landslide defensive player of the year, um, offensive player of the year. Did, who was that? Do you remember? Offensive player of the year. No. Let me know. just look. NFL honors. Um, you look that up while I'm talking. So I know Jamar Chase won rookie of the year. I know Joe Micah Parsons. Yeah, Joe was comeback and Micah Parsons was defensive rookie of the year. I just don't remember who the offensive player of the year was. Oh, it's probably Cooper Cup, I'm assuming. Oh, that's who it was. That's who it was. It was Cooper Cup. Okay. Thank you for, obviously. Yeah, that seems like an obvious one. Um it was I only watched it for a little bit. It didn't really keep my interest. Excited for I all them. The I know I didn't watch it. Andrew Andrew Whitworth won <laughs> the Walter Payton Man of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know Indeed. exactly what he did. Um but Congratulations to those winners. I think for the first time in a while, you kind of had a slam dunk case at all of those awards, except for maybe MVP. Like, I guess there could be an argument for offensive player. I think defensive player, maybe Darius Leonard could be in that argument, but TJ Watt tied the sack record in 15 games. So how do you not give it to TJ Watt? And then offensive and and defensive rookies, like that's just... Of course, the, the it was not even close. So, you have any other comments on the awards? I do, uh, just a little. Um, so, the Pro Football Hall of Fame inductees for twenty twenty three. Oh, yeah, um, not Devin Hester. I'm I everybody every congratulations to everybody that that is being inducted. Of course, um. But that's two years of Jared Allen being on the the ballad, um, and and not going. That bums me out. But uh, you know, it took Chris Carter a couple tries, um, and some other Vikes. So it, it is what it is. I'm. I just. I hope that. I hope that Jared Allen gets in sooner rather than later. Um, I I think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, is my favorite player. Um, so I'm biased, Do you want to know a thought I just I had? The contributions to to the to the game, like he was a pass rushing fucking savant, dude. Okay, and you want me to really upset you? Numbers back that. Go ahead. 
You want to hear some inflammatory rhetoric? I was thinking while you were talking about that, because the only one the Bears had up was a first ballot for Devin Hester, and a lot of people were angry. And I'm like, you know, Jared Allen is an undeniably better football player than Devin Hester, right? Like, Devin Hester was the best at one thing, and Jared Allen was an every-down defensive player and pass rusher. Devin Hester belongs in the Hall of Fame. Correct. I was just thinking, and I'm like, I wonder how Luke would think about this. I think Devin Hester... is a far more rememberable um, and remarkable player by the larger NFL audience, especially going forward. I think Devin Hester will always be remembered more than Jared Allen because of the uniqueness of what he was doing, because there are many, many, many really good pass rushers, but there's very few really, really good returners and returning is electric, especially the highlight of him doing it in the Super Bowl. That's, that's don't true. get me wrong. I that's think Jared Allen is a better even, player, and you know I love Jared Allen. Even though I just Jared, thought that's I, kind of I understand and I appreciate you acknowledging that Jared Allen's career is still much better NFL wise. But I see what you mean because he was at a time, you know, Jared Allen's doing this at a time where Demarcus Ware is doing it too, and like a couple other really great. He had peers. So, he had. He yeah, had he peers. did have peers, <clears> but <throat> at the same time, like my man had 20 sacks in a season. Like, I mean, like it's like he was, I know he's led the league multiple times. Like he does deserve to be in the hall. And I understand that Devin Hester is like, I mean, yes, he's going to stand out in everybody's mind. Um, so I, 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 while that take hurts my feelings, I I do think you're right. Um, that's fine. I don't think Jared Allen cares. One thing that Jared Allen always like was adamant about, and it would break my heart as a high schooler that thought football was the most important thing in the world is that, football was not the most important thing in the world like to this dude. And he was just amazing at it. And he's like, cool. Now I'm going to go hunt and like stuff like that. Like that was just something he did. He wanted to talk about other stuff. Um, so I don't think it breaks his heart any. It just kind of just, it, it upsets me probably than it upsets Jared Allen. Yeah, you're right. He's a very cool guy. He towered over us. Um, and again, that's not to say that I think that he's a lesser football talent or like a lesser career. I just think and. To be fair, pass rushing and getting those kind of statistics while also run defending and going through the grueling process of hitting another human being every play, um, probably much harder to do than being a middling to lesser wide receiver and returning kicks and punts. Being that consistent with that many I'll say, sacks, oh yeah. my god! Like, but look, I, I I have nothing but respect for Hester, and he met he had a good comment too. It's like. Like he only got a couple good years of people kicking to him at some point, and then and then after that, like his stats just died because people stopped and they stopped. There was only there was like one or two specific times where even the announcers were talking about how the special teams or head coach, um, special teams coach would tell the kicker or punter not to kick it to him, and then I remember a couple times they did, and he returned. Dude, the it. Vikings, the Vikings never learned their lesson. We kicked to Hester nonstop just for fuck of it. It was so yeah, weird. Chloe. I was like, why are you doing this? Dude, I don't know why this came to me, but do you remember that Deshaun Jackson miracle at the Meadowlands Redux uh, oh, kick from the oh. when they were specifically like, do not kick it to him, and then they kicked it to him, the Giants, and he took that it. That was like um, around Christmas time. It was beautiful. That was an incredible game. Deshaun Jackson was electric early in his career, and he's still I mean, in the NFL. So um, I think it's time to transition to the big game, the the mm-hmm. big showdown, the it. bowl. Not the Luke and Aiden Bowl, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl. How do you want to begin? 
Um, do you want to start with our picks and then and then eat it apart and open it up, or do you want to open it up and then do our picks at the end? Let me. I'll just come out the gate because like I've had this I've had this this phrase in my head for like two weeks, and it's and it's Bengals by ten. That's what <gasps> I keep. That's what I keep thinking in my head. Bengals by ten, and it just sounds right. I love that. Doesn't it sound right? I love that. I, there's something um, about it. Um, God. So I was gonna say, if you look at Joe Burrow's history throughout his his football career, Joe Burr. he's he's won at every level. The only time he didn't win the big one was in high school, and he took Athens to the state championship, and he lost in the state championship, and I think his team was overmatched. So I thought, and I was wrong, that I that he won a championship at every level. He did not win the high school one. He did win the college football one where he was vastly overmatched or the a, other team. Were you thinking of Trevor Lawrence? Because I know he has one of those records as well. Where it's like, Well, there's you know, actually a lot of QBs. Like, I think, well, maybe not. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence for sure. He was like Carterville, Georgia or something. He's like 30 minutes away from where Justin Fields was. Um, but anywho, Joe, Joe is not going into this game against the Rams with a huge talent advantage like he was LSU in the national championship. I'll say that just coming out of the gate. Next, you have this fucking Rams team, which made this unprecedented run where they're, in my opinion, a glass cannon team where all of their cap and all of their assets and all of their potential is tied up into a handful of superstar players where you're hoping they don't get hurt. And somehow the last few years, the Rams have had the fewest and like least severe penalties out of the NFL or at least in like the top five. So they've managed to make it work and now they're in the big one. So now they've got all these healthy superstars, two of which are pass rushers and one of which covers the wide receivers. So both of those things go against Joe in a lot of ways, right? Because Joe's predicating the not even Joe the the entire Bengals team is predicating their success on if Joe can get the ball into these obscenely good wide receivers' hands, specifically Jamar Chase for huge hits. Um, it seems to be T Higgins for crucial conversions on late downs, and then I don't know why, but Tyler Boyd's been getting a little bit less action. Uzama, if I'm not mistaken, do you know if he's going to be playing in this game or not? He's playing. Um, He's playing. Okay. <clears throat> so that's great. Either I read it, or if even if I didn't read it, there's no fucking way this dude's not playing. I just couldn't remember how severe his injury was. And then Mixon's going to get you some yards, because I think they can get a little bit... They can get some slash some slash running plays against the uh, but, Rams defense. But well, let me say this, dude. Like, he, he, you can't count on this team to just, like, lose like the Chiefs did. Um, like I, I think that the Bengals can't get down by a deficit off the bat. Like they've have, like they, like they sometimes do. They do. Joe is Joe and the Bengals this year have been a second half team. Um, and they've been doing their best the work. Super Bowl, unless you're Tom. Right. My thing is this: the Rams have been unimpressive at times, and sometimes they just blow teams out when they're clicking. And then on offense. Cooper Cup's ridiculous. They've got um, a lot of things going their way. They're it's in LA. Fucking, they have a great pass rush on a shit offensive line. Fucking, uh, 
they have the best cornerback in the game. Odell is going to have a touchdown. Like, there's no way he doesn't get at least one. Yeah, in the so. I mean, yeah, I saw Drake. I saw Drake like post something like along the lines like all bets in on the family, and it was like three different or four different bets he's making on the game, and one of them is like Odell for like sixty five plus. Like, I mean, like Drake cashing out at like a million if his bets hit and stuff. It's so weird. I'm like, people are obscenely rich. Um, but I, I would do it if I was rich. These Rams are gonna be clicking, dude, and so it it needs to be. The Bengals need to, to step in tandem with them. I don't think that we can just rely on. I mean, like if anybody can do it right now, I do believe Joe is in the in the in the rhythm too. But I don't know. You ready I, for I, this? Yeah. You ready for this take? Yeah. All right. I've been. I think I've sung uh, Stafford's praises quite often as a Bears fan, and I think it's easier to sing the praises of a guy like Stafford when his team only won the, the did they ever win the NFC North or just like a couple years when he had Calvin Johnson, right? Like early on, I think they only won the North a few times, the Lions. Oh yeah. I mean, did like, they, I don't did even they, know if they won it. I think they, made okay. The that's playoffs. what I'm saying. That's that. I don't even know if they won it. So it's easier to be a fan of Stafford with his arm talent and him elevating a shitty Detroit squad than it is to be a fan of Rogers, right? When, in my opinion, they have comparable arm talent. Rodgers is undeniably a better QB, but Stafford's got upper echelon arm talent. He can do anything with that arm. Here's my thing. What happened to Stafford in his last game? They almost fucking muffed the game. They almost gave it up. And Stafford did not look good in the second half. And then on top of that, he's always been a letdown in big games and in the playoffs. And I don't think he has that killer edge, that look in his eye that Joe has. And I think you have to give the benefit of the doubt to somebody who does his best work in clutch moments and big games. And Joe is elevating his team to victories at the end of games and not not letting the team get up early and then almost cough the game up by getting nothing done offensively later. And then you got you to gotta hope that Cooper Cup absolutely – just fucking glasses the defense nuclear at, on on a final drive and gets open downfield. You know what I mean? And that's going to happen because he's that good. But, like, how much of the game was Stafford and how much of it was the fucking was, – was Cooper Cup, like, at the end? So, I don't I'm know. Scared. That's- I'm scared. So, listen, I am literally betting on the Bengals. Like, literally betting on the Bengals. We have a family bet with Taylor's family. Um, By the way, I- my pick is the Bengals. Where I put total points at, like, I think on my bet, I actually put total points at, like, 14 for the Bengals to win. I do believe they're going to win by 10. I think there's a world where the Bengals come out and they win, like, fucking, I don't know, like, 35-21 or, like, 35-24. I don't know, man. Like, I I, I can see it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that my money is honestly on Joe coming out and commanding, which I know probably just gets your little peeing hard. Um, but this guy is, you don't like how much I like him. Uh, I, I think I'm just, I think I'm just bitter and I'll openly admit it on the airwaves. I'm just bitter as fuck. Like it's probably how people feel when they see how much enjoyment I get out of like objectively, uh, lesser loved movies. They're like, why does he get to enjoy Batman V Superman so much? It's like, like, and I'm like, I just like it. And it's like, you know what I mean? I'm like, why do you get to fucking I'm sitting here as a Vikings fan with my thumb up my butt and I'm like why do you get to enjoy this why do you get to enjoy this Bengals run you shit fuck Bears fan 
Well, let me just me say, out. it's like you liking Batman v Superman, and then all of a sudden, next year, Batman v Superman becomes the best movie of all time in an unprecedented it, re-release. It did kind of happen with, with the, the Snyder, Snyder Like, the Snyder stuff came around, so I was... I, it, you're right, I already did kind of have that era. So, um... You can listen Another to me talk thing about I Zack Snyder's Justice League with Kevin Smith on YouTube. Film School Fridays. Fuck yes. Good plug. Um, I'll, I'll admit, Joe Burrow is an LSU guy. Like, you go onto his fucking Madden page and it's going to say LSU. And I know it's so lame for Ohio State fans to claim him. But I will say that he graduated from Ohio State before he transferred he was a graduate transfer and he is an ohio guy and he always has been and it'd be a little bit different if he wasn't drafted first overall by an ohio team so like he is an ohio guy he just had a weird situation where he broke his hand and it's you cannot deny that dwayne haskins was an incredible collegiate talent like obviously and i remember arguing it at the time i remember saying like dwayne haskins has a better arm but I think Joe Burrow knows where that ball's got to go every play, and he gets it there. Because I've mm-hmm. I watched him in the spring game every year. Because I watch those things. Because I'm a nut. I watched him in mop up duty. Hey man, like I, I watched I like him play like Notre Dame's blue gold <clears throat> game. So I'm just like, yeah, I claim him because I've been a fan of his the entire time. I've never stopped. There's been a couple guys who leave Ohio State who I continue to follow their career because I have a vested interest in them. I am a fan of them. Um, I give it to you. And look, dude, it's exciting. Like, this is an exciting thing. I'm a Justin <clears throat> Fields fan, too. Now, if you would have asked know. me who I was a better fan of coming out of college, Justin Fields, right? Because he is an Ohio State guy, though it, they're different players. And Joe Burrow's going to have a better career than Justin Fields. I mean, you never know. You never know. And another thing. After year one of Burrow, I've, I've, I wrote him off. And he was now here we are. So Luke, you wrote him off by like week six this season again. Oh, I don't know. No, not I, go back and look at the tapes. I I um I I'll I'll very I'll eat shit any day of the week on Burrow because I truly like this is Brady esque the the ice cold in this guy's fucking heart. So I didn't expect somebody to be such a killer. Um, so yeah, I'll eat shit on it, but he's, he's a bad, bad man, a bad, bad man. Um, and I only hope that, um, he can survive the pass rush for one more week and then they can, until they can just dump money into an offensive Mm -hmm. line for him, just survive it for one more week. And Von Miller is hungry. Aaron Donald is hungry. And Von Um, Miller is a super bowl talent, dude. That guy is a super bowl MVP. MVP. Didn't he win it? Yeah. 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 So I'll say this. I heard a little bit of like conversation about this topic. I do not think this is a lucky fluke. I think this is a statement about what is to come for the Bengals. I think they're they're about to hit their stride as an upper how, echelon team. How how can a team how can it be a fluke? How can going to the Super Bowl be a fluke? Like, because there's such an underdog story and a lot of their games were decided um late by field goals and such who the so, fuck cares like you just beat no you beat I, I don't know Chiefs. if it's a fluke about like, getting to the super bowl i think people were talking if this is a dyna- dynastic uh forthcoming for the Bengals. people shouldn't do that because they said the chiefs are going to be a dynasty and that didn't happen so 
I think, in a way, the Chiefs are kind of a dynasty, but going not to the in the Dallas Cowboys, cool. going to 49ers, cool. uh, Patriots type of way. But they're, like, consistently What's a AFC dynasty championship. I mean, like... You're right. Like, if, if you want to say consistent Super Bowls, then yes, they're not. But if you're going to say, like, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. all. Dynasty's got to win Super Bowls. That's just what it that, is. That's how you got to win multiple in, like, a yeah. span. Um Cowboys in the 90s were a dynasty. The Niners were a dynasty. The Steelers were multiple times a dynasty. Um, Patriots were a dynasty. I don't know. I don't know. And the Chiefs have the potential to be. They're flirting with it, but they keep choking the last couple of years. And all of a sudden, I don't know. Be ready. Like, all of a sudden, They're not going to be as good soon because Pat's cap hit is going to fuck could, that and, roster. And if it's going to get worse? Like, I don't it's know, gonna, man fuck that roster up because i'm pretty sure it's gonna escalate next season they continue after that it's wild man um and and the Bengals have all this young talent and as long as they get some offensive linemen dude they don't have to they're not really paying their best players that much yet so if they can go to the super bowl and score one this year there's no reason for them not to be a super bowl favorite for next season too and i know we're not only that they and we're gonna get ourselves they hit on their defensive free agents in a very, very successful way, like a really successful clip. Um, Cause they dumped a bunch of money into that defense last off season, which was a bad defense. Uh, I'll say this. I trust and this may be crazy, but I kind of trust Joe Burrow to handle what the Rams throw at him more than I trust Stafford to handle what the Bengals are going to throw at him because yes, the Rams have incredible superstar talent, but like, the Bengals have some good pass rush, some stingy players, and they've got a good solid secondary across the board. Whereas the Rams kind of just have one superstar and then some up and down guys and Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle I'm, coming off the street. Like, okay, that doesn't scare me as much as Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates is going to get a pick for the third game in a row. Also, let me say that I feel I feel as though... He picked off the Raiders the first play of the game. Sorry. I feel as though uh, Burrow is more like used to being in this in this position, like walking into a Super Bowl after being in a natty two years ago, and like uh, just beating like one of the best teams in the NFL last week and stuff. I think like he's his life has his life, especially recently, has been playing for more big time games than not. Whereas Stafford lied dormant for like a literal fucking decade, just waiting to erupt. Um, yeah. I think that like, there's a world where Stafford's a little wide eyed in this game. And, and honestly, that's can't literally handle the pressure. That is exactly what I've been trying to say. That's a succinct way to say what I've been trying to say. Wide eyed. I think Joe is going to be narrowed and killer like a predator. And mm-hmm. I think, and I think Joe's eyes may migrate forward and closer to each other, whereas Matt Stafford's eyes will migrate apart like prey, and he will become a prey animal in this game, and he will be eaten alive. He 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 has weapons. Like he should logically be able to hit Cup. He should logically be able to hit Odell. Fucking Eleanor Higby. Fucking <laughs> any of these. Picks fucking... up the rice in the church where <laughs> Stafford a to has Higby. been. <laughs> All the lonely McVeighs. So funny, dude. Fucking, um, I, but I mean, like, you know, a lot of things have to, to go the right way. I'm very excited for the non-football aspect of it. It's a pretty fucking, finally a halftime show that, like... 
Did you? Okay. I'm excited for all of it. I mean, like the, the just it, being in LA is gonna be so fun. Like all the fucking celebs at the game is gonna be fun. Um, seeing, see, like I mean, like this is where it happens. You know what I mean? Like this is this is like I know Kel- Brian Kelly said Louisiana was the big lights and stuff, but this is fucking Hollywood, dude. This is dude, this that is guy. As good that as guy has serious. Is, like Kelly has serious get out energy. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I also am, like, really just pumped to eat some fucking wings and watch the game. It's, like, this is truly one of my favorite holidays of the year, and it is so much more satisfying when we're so wrought with storylines. Yes, well, actually, let me ask Brady you... go for a seventh. Like, yes, it's cool to see, like, teams we see a lot, but the Bengals and the Rams, nobody fucking – maybe the Rams, but nobody fucking in their right mind would have ever called the Bengals. What were you saying? Yeah, go ahead. I wouldn't have called the Bengals, but I was I was high on him. I was really high on him all year, and I'm gonna ride that wave. And it's a let me say this: pick. I totally get your animosity towards me being so friendly with the Bengals because I again, bitter. I am a Bears fan, but I can also like the Bengals. And if anyone's taught me that, it's T. Um, so. Wouldn't you rather your best friend be super excited about the Super Bowl instead that of it just being two teams I don't give a fuck about? That is literally the reason I'm trying to be nice. Because I, wa- I would rather you be in a good mood than be ruin somebody's good time. Whoa. Okay, that you took that a little bit too far. Why don't you go fuck yourself? No, I mean that. I, it's like no, anything. No, I'm just it's playing. Like, <laughs> I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin someone's joy. I don't want to be that guy. I'll say this: we kind of put a button on the game. I think it's going to be an incredible matchup. I also choose the Bengals. I wonder if Jalen Ramsey is going to be following and tracking Jamar Chase. I think that's an interesting storyline. Bless you. I'll also say Cooper Cup might still be the best wide receiver on that entire football field. And that's crazy to say when there's Jamar Chase and then there's Odell Beckham, who at one point was the like young star starlet of the wide receiver crop. Um, Anywho, I wanted to bring up a topic that you kind of started to hit on, and that is Super Bowl cuisine, Super Bowl food. I would firstly ask if you have specific plans for what you're going to eat, and then I kind of want to quickly ask what your favorite all-time Super Bowl foods are. And then I will follow you, and I want to preface mine by saying my family isn't a football family. We don't even like football in my family. I had to find football by myself. So – Anything I've done for Super Bowl was pretty much by myself. It's funny because it's like the inverse of me, whereas like that's why I, had I wanted to, to say it like that. Well, yeah. it's the inverse of me because like I had to do like comics and like Star Wars and stuff on my own because my family. That's didn't. true. You know I mean? That's true. Yeah, it's like. Um, and now we're well, at so, a happy medium with each other where we have both interests because we grew up with each other. <laughs> so if I were at my mom's, uh, it would be chili without a doubt my mom's chili is the firest fire that's ever fired it's like one of my favorite foods ever made it's so fucking good it's very soupy uh it's not like a chili dog chili it's more of like a like the broth the broth like a I guess steak and shake it, chili is like it is more like that yeah the beans and the broth of it are like so satisfying uh that I had to have had that chili in the like I mean, seven or eight months I lived there, right? My mom made it every Sunday, like for football. So like, yeah. So yeah, I've had it. it. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's so fire. Um, but I have tried to make it myself, 
and it fucking sucks uh, really badly. Uh, so you, know, never... you, you have to have the skill and the proper cooking utensils. And I saw she was cooking it in like a little iron, uh, like, I don't know what the correct pan nomenclature is, but it looked like an obscure pan I'd never had. There's like also, uh, there's also like little tricks of the trade too that make hers danker. And some of it could maybe be gross, but like, there's certain there's certain saved grease that goes into it and makes it taste very delicious and like stuff like that um as nasty as that may be uh give me all the grease baby so i do that I, I wish i wish i was doing that what I, I i like to make wings i love to make hot wings um so i'm probably gonna attempt that again when i for a couple years ago I made some for the crowd and and really got a lot of love for it and it like boosted my self esteem through the through the ceiling so I was like ooh I should probably try that again what a rush what crowd uh, I had people over two years ago when I first moved to L A um, that's exciting uh, I had like you know it was me and Taylor and then I had like should... Marissa Katie like, I mean like we probably had, like five or six people over plus us um, you should give me your recipe because I have two flats of wings downstairs like just big, raw? big heritage wings raw. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I love doing it. It's fucking awesome. Um, and just fry them up in the pan, right there on the stovetop. That's what I do. Okay, give me your give me your breakdown of that. Um, preferably tomorrow, if you could, just yeah. give me a little synopsis, or just call me and talk talk about it. And and but, let me blow your mind. This is I want to give you one basic bitch answer because this is like, and this is, and then I'll let yeah, you go. give me the one rest of, my, of yours, and then I'll talk about one mine. of my favorite hors d'oeuvres of all time. And and this is gonna, I'm telling you, dude, the most basic bitch answer. But I don't care if it's like Thanksgiving, Super Bowl, a holiday, like whatever. I love a good plate of fucking cheese and crackers, man. I, it's like, like I love it. I have no idea why. I will if if I don't if I see a brick of Colby Jack cheese, I'm like. Fuck, that's nasty. Have you ever is, actually had charcuterie? Yeah, of course, of course. So that's uh, what and, it is. And, and I do enjoy it, but it's like, I literally, like, if you cut the Colby Jack brick into 40 thin slices and give me Triscuits <laughs> and, like, Ritz and stuff, oh my God. I will eat the whole brick. It, so, like, it, it, it's, it's, I don't know why, man. It just fucking, my brain goes into primal mode and I can, I can just devour it. That's a great little one-off dialogue you're gonna put in your next um, feature film or short <laughs> film, and it'll be it'll be the depressed guy eating the block of cheese, and then having the conversation. Look, if you slice it forty thin slices, it's gonna be so appetizing. It's so gonna I'm just gonna expedite the, the process. Get out of you! Like, <laughs> trust me. Um, give yourself some fucking cheese and cracker. It's so uh, any other of your of your favorite. Super Bowl hits before I take over. And what was your plan? Was your plan to make hot wings? Yeah, I'm going to make wings. Let's just both uh, make wings then. I'll make wings yeah. too. Make wings and then um, drink some Kona Big Waves. Fucking eat some salt and vinegar chips. The huge. All right. Oh, always, so f- always, yeah. Definitely. For me. Super Bowl Sunday. We'll just smoke bowls. Remember that from Alcoholics? <laughs> yes. Uh, so for me. I think some of my favorite things to have on a Super Bowl Sunday is, and it's going to be crazy, but also chili. I think buffalo chicken or buffalo chicken dip with some nachos is an incredible one. Nachos in general is a good one. Wings are such a classic. I think that's kind of a staple. And then I'm a big fan of expanding on that cheese and cracker board a bit and getting some salami on there and making it Mm -hmm. a little bit of a, maybe like a, a cured duck breast prosciutto throw, slice. Throwing a few, throwing a few grapes in there, maybe. 
sure fucking, maybe a little yeah. maybe a little bit of a fig spread mm. i don't mm. know if you like that i'm a big fan of fig relish. and dates um so i do i do love a charcuterie i actually have a chicago bears brie cutting board that my oh, aunt got me for fuck. christmas i love that so there's a lot of things. The great thing about Super Bowl is it's a pseudo holiday that entitles you to eat foods that are good for you. So, mm-hmm. and then the other one aren't that's just all? like, aren't they all? This is kind of a, a classic. If you don't want to put in any of the cooking effort and it's pizza, it's just ordering just a copious amount of pizza. I mean, pizza is uh, just staple. I also, there's a really good wing place. There's like two wing places I'm like mad obsessed with here in town that like I, I, I flirted with just ordering a massive amount of them. Like they have, I mean, fuck. Like, but I just feel like they're going to get overrun with orders. I think um, that every time. I think that yeah, every time. I'm, I'm but they have to boost their fucking crew. They probably rent three cars. And slap I mean, a sticker on the side. And they're like, all right, have you ever driven before? Go ahead, take the wheel. We have a no, lot I just of orders feel like tonight. I feel like also it's like a lot of like, I wonder if Uber Eats people will be through the roof and stuff too. Um, so people are going to be making money on Sunday. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to be eating the grub. What else are you making? So my original plan actually was to make these garlic brats that I have saved. And I was going to cook these brats and I was going to make a big ass pot of chili on top of it. And then I have Mm. some charcuterie stuff. That was my plan. But now you're making me think I should make wings. And then I still will probably make chili. But I've made chili. Because it's just you and D, right? I'm going to have some folks over. I literally just got my, as we're on the episode, I got a negative COVID test back just to make sure that everything's cool for the crowd. That's great. Did you uh, get your two freebie, uh, your two freebie at home tests from the government? I think we're getting it, but my mom told me that that like uh, some of them were exposed to cold weather that will make them not work. So it's like, so it's like, <laughs> why, why the fuck would Our we even country's use them? fucked. I could be wrong. I didn't know I don't think that. She's making it up though. I, no, I, I know. Wrong. I mean, mine was exposed to cold weather. So it's cold I, as I fuck out. That's all. So I don't know. Um, no, I didn't use them, but you can still like. Live, the perks of living in a city is there's all these like pop up areas that you just book a test and go. Do to you pay? Free. No. Or do you just give me your insurance and you're good? Well, they yeah, it's like it's from the state, so um, yeah, no, it's free. There are certain ones uh, that are pay. Like when I got tested to be on like certain sets, we had to pay because it, it was a certain. Uh, Daddy Newsom was, was taking care of you. It was a different thing, but yeah, like for the most part, like they're pretty good of uh, being able to like, I, I, I walked up to a fucking van like 20 minutes from my apartment yesterday and just swabbed myself and did the whole thing. And it was, you know, that was less than, are you legally like a California than, resident with a California license? I'm getting my California license like next week. I'm literally, that's what Taylor this morning was. Looking yeah. You've got to get that done. Uh, looking for my birth certificate. I, I'm, I'm yeah. doing the, I'm doing the thing ahead of time. And so you just walk in with an appointment. I have yeah, to do a lot Cause of I stuff. remember, um, I, it's good that I asked that. I mean, you seem to already have the ball rolling. Cause I remember when I moved here, it took me a while to change my plates over from Nevada and get my, um, Illinois license. Or no, I sorry, I had my Illinois license because I was technically an Illinois resident because I was an Illinois resident the whole time I was in the military, even when I lived in Las Vegas. However, my plates had to get changed. And I know 
after living there, you have a certain amount of time where you have to change your license and everything and become a Cali yeah, resident. Yeah, we have. I have to do three things in a row. So I have to do that. Then I have to go get a fucking smog test. Then I have to do. Like, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a little. Ah, uh, smog tests. In this the is big gonna. Cities. This is gonna make as much as I want to die even talking about it. It's gonna make an audience member want to die more. So yeah. Uh, so I'll just say that I'm very excited. I couldn't be happier for a team that's not my true favorite team to be in the Super Bowl. This, you this love is probably. Them. The heaviest I've ever rooted for a team that's not the Bears. And I think the last time I rooted this heavily for a team, it was Cardinals with Kurt Warner against the Steelers. What a good bowl. That was awesome. I um, really wanted them to win. Yeah, I um I that I mean they almost did. For like they were like one insane catch. Fucking away James from... Harrison and Santonio San Holmes. Gosh darn it. John Mattis John Madden's last game that he called. Uh, as well, Ugh. fun fun Jeez. trivia fact. R.I.P. to the man. Yeah. Um. All Madden. I'm pumped, dude. Like, I'm I'm so excited. This like last year's Super Bowl was really cool because you know all the Brady storylines, but it was kind of just like a cherry on top of you know a fanless season, a weird pandemic season, and this season had its hiccups for sure. And for better or worse, fans are in the stadium. And, like, again, for better or worse, it feels like we're back to some semblance of of what this day should feel like. And, and that's going to be really satisfying. Um, in a state-of-the-art stadium right down the street, uh, it's going to look beautiful. The gorgeous uniform matchup. The Bengals are rocking the orange, orange tops, black jerseys, white pants. It's going to look glorious. Uh, and the Rams are wearing their like modernized throwback away jerseys. Um, I, I I'm 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 stimulated. I'm stimulated, dude. I'm like ready for a good game. I think it's gonna be. Bro, they're gonna look like the Illini Bluffs. Dude, they will. They're gonna look like the IB. Fuck. What were what was the what was their team name? It was some was like Tigers remember. or something. They were that orange and black. Right. Oh, pretty clever. Um, can't remember. Little, yeah, I was really fly. reaching. I was like, "What team was like local in orange and black that I used to wrestle against?" Because we didn't play football. Washington Panthers come to mind. Yeah, Washington. But I just had the distinct our, our like, celebrity, our celebrity uh, a bachelor. Yeah, fucking dude. You want to hear something incredibly embarrassing? I've been watching Joe Millionaire for richer or poorer, and it's a bad TV show, but I'm invested. I remember when Joe Millionaire was a thing when we were kids. Um, it was, I remember that show. It was we a kids. huge thing. It was a mm-hmm. big thing. But that was back when network television would hold held a lot more sway, and it was a lot. It wasn't like the subscription model. Mm-mm. Yeah, appointment that's it. TV. I think that's it. Speaking of appointment TV, Super Bowl the Sunday. If you're not watching all this pregame, you're crazy because it's been good stuff. Uh, watch the interviews. Um, enjoy the fucking if you're in a cold state enjoy jeff garcia came out against jeff garcia came out against mina kime in a hard way and it annoyed me fuck that jeff garcia was like mina mina kime said that jimmy garoppolo is the epitome of the kid who who is in a group project and didn't do any of the work and got the a and then jeff garcia absolutely like ripped her and's like how can who the fuck is this someone who's never even thrown a football that doesn't like I'm like, dude, Jeff, Jeff that was not nice, Jeff. That's crazy. I liked Jeff. Garcia We're Mina Kime fans. 
Imagine if you're, but imagine you're Jeff Garcia and you're like one of the least memorable 49ers quarterbacks of all time. Even if you think about that era, it's like T.A. I don't even remember him as a 49ers QB. I remember him as a Buccaneers QB. That's hilarious, Aiden. When he was old. This guy, this guy threw the ball to T.O. and shit, but that's I know, but that's, I know he was there, but I, I always think of him as a Buccaneers guy. He looked, Jeff Garcia looked 50 when he was 30. It was weird. Correct. Um, he always was, he was like a Vinny Testaverde. He played And late. I would never say that unless he came for me in the comments, which he did. Sorry, Jeff, you weirdo. Um, whatever. The 49ers aren't in the Super Bowl, um, nor is Jeff Garcia. Mina Kimes is the apple of ESPN's eye. She rocks at what she does. And uh, her takes are usually pretty fucking hot. You know what I mean? So I, I, I know who I, I mean I trust. Yeah, I'm a fan. That's why I brought it up. Go ahead and close this out, my friend. Excited for the Super Bowl, my bud. And uh, we'll obviously be in constant contact leading up to and throughout the game. Um, yeah, you're going to teach me how to make wings tomorrow. I've never done it. Uh, I haven't done it in a little bit, but yeah, I have some. I have a few tips for you. Um, and we will see you guys in the future, and 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 we'll see, we'll know who the Super Bowl champions are. I'm saying Bengals. It's the cherry on top. Either Good way, day. it's a Hollywood ending. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be really fucking pissed if the Rams win. I'm just gonna let you know. It'll like actually affect my mood. I need a super. I need a Cinderella Super Bowl, Luke. I'm a Bro, Disney I have fan. A, I have a Bengals and I have a Bengals and a Rams uh, balloon. I got at the grocery store yesterday because I was getting my beer, so I've got them on what? either side of the TV. Yeah, dude, I'm ready. I'm gonna have people uh, over. It's on, dude. Uh, all right, for NFL right. Mayo, I've been Aiden. I'm Luke. You can keep this in if you want, but as you were talking about friends coming over, I was just like, oh man, I'm so lame and pandemicified down here and I don't have any company. And I'm like two years away from a Super Bowl where I've got a wing in my hand and I'm like, I'm Mrs. Nesbitt and I'm just <laughs> having my own. <laughs> That's going to be me in a few years because I've gone crazy due to lack of uh, social contact. Aiden, one day, one day you're eating wings, defending the whole galaxy. The next year, sucking down Darjeeling with Marie Antoinette and her sister. <laughs> Poor NFL Mayo. No, just kidding. NFL Mayo. Mayo.